Cool. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Can You Teach Me That? Uh, this is episode two. My name is Martin Clausen. Yeah, and I'm Neil Drought. And today we are interviewing Martin over here. Boom. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so first question, let's throw you a little curveball here. That's um, what would you be your theme tune? Oh, wow. Uh, so if I would have, like, I'm a big music fan. So I'll have to pick something that's like close to me, like a hit that I recently took, because I could go on and on for forever. But I would say Foster the People with Style. Do you know that one? Not really. Are you not a big music guy yourself? Uh, I listen to a lot of older stuff, generally. Such as? Which one was the latest you played? <sighs> Things like Johnny Be Good. Oh, wow. Um, Paint It Black. All those sorts of things. The Cure, Cult. Gotcha. Love That's kind of where I am. Like, I like that as well. I like those yeah. as well, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's get this started. Yeah. And find out a bit more about you. Obviously, we've started the show. We've just told people in the previous episode why we're doing this, why we're here. So let's find out a little bit of your background and how you got to this point. Yeah. So uh, I'm originally uh, Danish, or I, I still am, of course. But uh, I left my home country uh, five years ago now in just seeking uh, greater opportunities. Um, that's kind of what I've always been. I've been uh, the, the entrepreneurial mind and kid for, for as long as I can remember. Uh, fun fact, I used to be a rapper and make rap music back in the day when I was like a, a, a teenager. So, um, so I left my country five years ago because I sat on my couch one night and I was playing Battlefield and I spent many hours playing Battlefield. I don't know. Do you know the game Battlefield? Yeah, yeah, I know. So I was actually sitting on my couch in Denmark thinking, what would it take to work for a company behind this uh, that made the game? Because we didn't have those kind of companies in Denmark. Went up, uh, applied online, and I was supposed to go to Redwood, California. Uh, that's anyways, that's where the job application was that I was seeking. And lo and behold, two days later, I got, uh, I got a message from them saying that they would love to interview me. And before I knew of it, I had actually gotten the job, but it turned out to be in Galway, Ireland, which is on the west coast of Ireland. And I knew, I knew nothing about Ireland, to be honest with you. I, I, I knew Dublin. Uh, I knew, uh, I knew um, what do you call them? The, the goblins. I forget their name. They, they don't, they're not even real. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was basically it. So I found myself on a, on a plane to Ireland, and there I got to work for Electronic Arts. And working for Electronic Arts, I, got, uh, I was a manager there. I had uh, roughly 20 to 30 people on my team after a, a quick stint there for two years. I left, Ireland, or I left Galway again to go to, uh, to Dublin to work for LinkedIn, uh, where I was a success manager, basically an account manager. And then most recently, I just worked for, uh, for Shopify Plus, which is in the, uh, the e-commerce world. And that is a, a quick, quick run over five years of bringing me uh, to here where I am today. Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously that's a really quick bit of it, but what really got you to go, you know what, I need to do something slightly different. Yeah. 
So the fun fact about working for these kind of companies, like they're all cool brand names and I love working for them. Like I learned a lot. There was a lot of information that was always thrown at us. But one thing that always stuck in my mind was I never seemed to be satisfied. Uh, despite even having professional progressions, I actually felt this, like I had this gut feeling telling me that there was more out there. And I know for the same of you, like you, you also looked at, at your surroundings probably and you feel like there's a lot of successful people doing things that I would dream of doing and aspire to do. So I kind of had this plan that if I kept progressing, if I kept like seeking opportunities and then within the job sphere that I was eventually going to actually land that dream job that would give me the, the salary that I would only have dreamt of. But as time went on, I kind of learned that that wasn't the case. Um, and I saw a lot of people around me at the time that were frustrated and I myself in return got frustrated as well working for these companies and always dealing with frustrated people so over the last I'd say two years or so from me uh, leaving LinkedIn I ventured out to actually start a dropshipping company and, and had like some clothing stores and was trying to do things but I still wasn't able to actually do the things I was really thinking I wanted to do like I was making an effort but I wasn't really putting myself out there so over the last two years, I've noticed that there's a big gap between what people really want to do and what they're actually doing. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Could you sum up what the gap is in one or two words? I can't. So it's essentially this weird thing <laughs> where you have the knowledge of what you know what to do, but you're not doing it. So like examples could be people that go on diets. It could be people that want to exercise more. It could be people that want to, like in this case, now we started this podcast, right? I've always wanted to do something like this, but for some reason I was being kept back by myself. And it's essentially habits is what I've come to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very much about the way you're programmed, uh, the way you grow up in your circumstances, your society. And from a young age, you kind of start getting these yeah, for lack of better terminology, habits, right? And those habits make you confined within a box and you may be keeping yourself back from what other people are thinking about you. Um, yeah, go ahead. So from what I'm getting from you, the, the word that's sticking to, in my mind mm -hmm. that you're kind of going around is belief. That between your knowledge and what you actually want to do, the gap between them is the belief whether you can actually do it. That's kind of what's going in to, my head from listening to you to a certain extent I, I find that interesting right so to get you caught up to speed i i started studying very much about mindset and i'm actually associated with bob proctor who's uh who's uh the number one coach as far as i'm concerned in like human prosperity and, and the human potential of the mind and he started to like really open my eyes up to seeing what it is that that's keeping most people back and for me working with very successful people in electronic arts in linkedin in shopify plus I started noticing that they had some key elements and belief is certainly one of them, but I can believe every day, right? That I'm a confident guy and all this, and I can, I can go and tell myself that, but then for me actually doing certain things, despite having a belief, there's still something that is holding me back. But right now I can say to you, I believe that I have the ability to jump out of a plane and do skydiving. I've, I've secretly had that dream of doing that for years, but I could essentially sign up for that today and get it done tomorrow, but there's something that then is keeping me back from it, right? Trust but, me, sign up for it, and you'll end up doing it as you go. I did. And that's it. So let's, again, to talk about you, right? I know personality-wise, we're a bit different, and you yourself have kind of like called yourself shy several times and say you're now starting to get out of your shell, uh, shell rather. And 
that's taken you a long time, right? I know that you and I talked and now we started out on this venture here together. And now I said like, just do it. And I love you saying it back to me now, but as time has come, like as time has gone on, I kind of started seeing that there's more to it than just having the knowledge. Like I could read a thousand books over the next uh, two years or whatever and obtain all the knowledge, see all the words, hear all the words, but I'm still not able to, to go out and do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So for you, like, what would you say if I'm just, so, so when you say belief, like, what does that mean to you in this instance? Like, would you say that it's enough to just have belief to go out and do something? I thought we were interviewing you, but um, no, oh, what, I'd, what I'd say is there's, a, there's belief in things, but actually a belief in yourself that you can actually do it um, is kind of where the action starts taking place. Obviously, you've got to keep that action if you don't have that belief deep in yourself that it's something that you can do or should do you won't start that action you'll procrastinate until you've gone away from it because you're like oh no i've tried that i tried that but it didn't work yeah if you have that unshakable belief in what you're going to be doing you won't just procrastinate and just get around it but that's the thing, like you said there again, deep belief, right? Like I, I had the belief from when I left Denmark originally that uh, I could go work for electronic arts and I could jump up the ladder of the corporate ladder and I can move into a studio and start working. And I, to a certain extent, believed it. But even as I say here, to a certain extent, it wasn't like this inept deep belief, like uh, that religious uh, belief that you see other people in, especially like religion that they have. That was something that's foreign to me and is foreign to a lot of people. So it has to be that innate deep belief that you actually want to do it so basically you're now transferring it over to desire right fantasy and something that you go to everything and anything to actually obtain and do and that's what i've now started studying a lot is that that's what people are unable to do like look at me i'm, I'm pretty skinny and all that i have a i would want to be a buff guy and i would want to be like going to the gym and i see other people doing it uh, but it hasn't been enough of me just having the belief and wanting to do it. Like there's more to it than those elements. And that's what I've started now studying a lot. And, and as every day goes on, I'm getting much better. Like my life has been turned upside down since I actually left Shopify Plus with what I'm studying now and, and what I want to get over the, over the, the, through the screen here to anybody watching or listening is that there is that opportunity that you can start living out your dream and the beliefs, as you say, but it's a, it's easier said than done because if it was just a case of saying, I believe in myself, then everybody would be doing it right, but they're not. So it's, it's that thing that you're programmed behind your habits. Like for as long as you can remember, you yourself would have habits. And you said even that, like, I remember us talking, like how long were you doing accountancy where you did not actually like it? Mm, pretty much the entire time. And how many years? It's nearly 10 years. So for 10 years, you were doing something that you didn't like the results of, yet you kept going back doing it. Yeah, insanity. <laughs> or, or, or like, again, just programming, right? Like you yeah. were led to believe that this was the way you needed to live your life, whether that was your surroundings, whether that was family, whether that was yourself, that, that kind of like by order suggestion kept telling yourself, well, I have to do it because of a paycheck. I, I have to do it because this is all I know. Or people, they, the more they convince themselves of certain things, the deeper that thing gets. So you met a breaking point, but that took you 10 years to get to that breaking point. And some people break and don't even use that breaking point, right, to get out of it. Some people just break. And that's when you see people taking that, that dark left turn. 
And that's what I always saw was I worked with a lot of people that um, they didn't like what they were doing and they weren't getting the results they wanted, but yet they kept doing it. Like I've gone to many coaching sessions in work, a lot of training. Like you would get, you would, you probably do the same where they would spend a week and they would send you off to doing it. And for some reason you would see one or two of the people out of, let's say we were a group of 40 that go to it. Like one or two were able to apply whatever they learned and actually do whatever was taught and the information that was put over. But for some reason, the rest of the group did not. So it's been very interesting to see that a lot of people are doing things where they don't like the result of what is happening, but they keep doing it. And that's what I'm now am doing my best to get out of. And this podcast that the show that we're doing now is a brainchild of that, that me actually finally starting to invest in myself. I bought that, uh, I bought that, um, what do you call it? The course, uh, right? Where we, you and I got connected and now I'm pushing myself to do these podcasts here and these shows with you. And I know you're doing the same. So now I've finally like, turned that corner and started on a journey of actually persevering and doing something that makes me feel uncomfortable. And then you know that as well. Now that we started doing this, it's all of a sudden, it's not that bad. It's not that hard. It's not that intimidating, but a lot of things had to happen for this to come to fruition. Uh, like I would have probably done this 10 years ago had I had the knowledge and the confidence I have now. So there's a big gap between what you know and what you actually do. Uh, and that's why a lot of smart people, right? We probably know people. I know people that have t taken masters. Like here's a, a good example. I was a post guy, a postman, call it what you will, for like a year where I was really in the rut in Denmark and not knowing what I wanted to do. And I had six colleagues at the time and they're all gentlemen who was like in their fifties and, and they were at the tail end of their career. And I got to talk, chat to some of them and I was like, what's your, uh, what's your background actually? Like, what's your degree? And it turned out out of those six colleagues, four of them were civil engineers. And that's, yeah, and you, you work at it, right? Because it doesn't make sense. And I remember back then going like, but why are you here as a postman then? Like, I know that's a pretty ruthless education. That's not something you just, you just come sleep into. But it turned yeah. out they're like, oh, they like the, they like the safety. They like the, the, oh, it was an easy job and not a lot of pressure. And then one year took the next year and the next year took the, and I just saw that. And I remember thinking at that time, I do not want to fall in that trap. I didn't understand at the time what the trap was, but I kind of just had this gut feeling like this is not something I want to get caught up in. I don't want to be confined and, and go into conformance of doing that just because it's nice and safe because they weren't happy. And I knew that they probably led their lives that they, they were like, they, they wussed out, right? They took the, the path of least resistance and then they didn't have to grow. So that's like one of my better examples now that you asked me and I think back of it, where I've seen this thing happen and I see it now around me all the time. And now that I'm not in it, I'm like every day learning, pushing, growing myself. I've stopped, like I used to play a lot of games, as I said to you, I came from Electronic Arts. I don't really do that anymore. And it's not a case that I'm saying don't play games, but it's a case that I definitely fled to that world to not do some productive things that would probably make me feel better and make me more happy down the line. But it was going to be tough. It was going to be a, a rough transition. I was going to, yeah, I think you get where I'm going with it. Like even now I know we're about to show people that we started doing this and I would be putting things on my Facebook, uh, which is something I've never really felt comfortable doing. But now I, I basically can't wait to do it. 
and open that door and walk through that door and just be like, why was I nervous about doing something as silly as posting on Facebook when everybody else is doing it on the daily? Uh, or not everybody, but we see people doing it and therefore it's, it's an odd one now, but I'm starting to get closer and learning what it actually yeah. takes and why yeah. it is that yeah. we're being kept back. Yeah. So I think a couple of things there is, um, obviously you're talking about computer games, you've not doing them as much because you used to kind of, you fled into them, you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I can understand that as well. It was Because I, I, I was a gamer quite a lot. Um, and it's, it's a place to escape. Yeah. Just concentrate on that, focus on that, the entire rest of the world goes. I guess it's the same with sort of movies, books, um, and everything. Everybody's looking for things to ways to escape rather than actually grow. Yeah, and like it's not, and I know you understand that as well, and I want people to understand that as well. Like, I'm gonna watch movies, I'm gonna play games, and all this, but I am not going to be using them the same way I did before, where I would like binge watch stuff, and I would spend like a full week like just devouring uh, whatever your favorite show is, right? And I was secretly doing that so I didn't have to do other things that I felt uncomfortable doing. And that's like the journey I'm on now is like, I'll take much more enjoyment in it and actually just enjoy for what it is and knowing that like, so I, I always wanted to be many things, but I've dabbled with the thought of being an actor, right? And, and I had a fantasy of being like an extra, which is so weird for me now to look back at, but I had this fantasy of being like the famous extra guy. So you would see me and like, just I'll be the guy that opened the door in like a Terminator or whatever, right? Just that one scene in and out and people like, hang on, what's that? And I loved the idea of it back then, but if I am to be honest with you and everybody else now, it was more case that I wanted to be the star in a movie, but I didn't even have the confidence of telling that story. So I kind of fled into the story of like, no, no, I just, I just want to be an extra because it would be hilarious, wouldn't it? And then people would be like entertaining the idea much more than if I said like, oh, I would love to become a movie star because that seemed like a preposterous thing to have like that much confidence and people would like, I would assume they would try to knock you down and just that thing about thinking that you know what the other person is thinking and by starting that spin a web then you uh then you go nowhere fast and that's kind of what i've been calling for a long time that i'm now making a conscious effort of escaping and i hate the ones that go like the art of not giving a fuck it's not that i don't want to give a fuck about people at all to the contrary i i give I, like i care about people in the surroundings so I hope that somebody can get inspired from what we're doing here and, and even this conversation to take something away from it. And not that I'm finishing this up at all, but that's kind of like what I've had to check myself in now is that for the longest time I was going by the path of least resistance because I was afraid of taking that other road, even though I didn't even know what it would feel like to take that road. I just assumed a lot of stuff and therefore I never even went to that. I didn't even dare to go down it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um... It's quite interesting that it, it, I mean, it is literally a case of you kind of had a dream, but you actually knocked yourself down on that dream and kind of made it to a tiny point, even though you really wanted it to be at the top, you pushed yourself down without any others even interfering with that, which is quite interesting. It doesn't, doesn't make sense to you. Do you have something in, in that set of lights yourself or is this completely foreign to you as far as like a, a thinking process? No, I think, I think you're probably there with it that there's a lot of things where we sit there going, oh, this person, they must be amazing because they're so popular. I mean, if you look at sort of um, Morgan Freeman, for instance, you just <laughs> sit there and go, oh, he is amazing. He's fantastic. 
I could never be as good an actor as him, so maybe I could be a little bit part. Um, the funny thing is, is there's plenty of actors and actresses that have starred with him that are terrible, but they're still, <laughs> still there. Um, yeah. Like, but that's like so. Let's take actors for for example. Like now, I'll be studying. Uh, I think her name is Sadie Adler, uh, who's one of like the the greatest coaches within acting. And I will be starting acting classes fairly soon because what I've come to learn from actors, right, is that the art of acting can be transmuted and and just put into real life as well. Like the whole fake it till you make it used to be just like a saying to me but now that i've seen it it's like that's what they do like you look at actors and you just think they exude confidence and all this and then you watch the behind the scenes camera action where they actually go into like oh i'm not i'm not that guy that you see portrayed if you're playing batman or whatever it's not like you're walking around with the confidence of it but they have that ability to kind of what's again called auto suggestion they'll lie to themselves until that becomes a reality and that's something that i've become very fascinated with now of understanding what it is the art of acting actually is that you can act the person that you want to become and be and if you do that on daily lo and behold you're gonna become that person like we are what we think uh, and that's something that i I'm fascinated beyond now. Like I used to not study a lot or I used to study in the way that school taught us to study, right? Like you would get a set of courses and it's a case of rem just remember the, the, the questions and then apply them to the answers and, and that would be studying. So I would always be bad at math. Math was something that never spoke to me. It just never did. Uh, I understand that it's a super valuable thing and, and you can't live without it, but it just never was something for me. So math was just a massive hitch for me growing up. Uh, it made me feel uncomfortable and a lot of things. And now that I've, I've gone into adulthood, I understand that like, that's okay. Like you find your passion and the thing that you really care about. And then if you're really smart about studying, you will study in context. So now if I need some math problem or whatever, I'm going to probably reach out to you with the accountancy mind or somebody. I'm not going to sit there and waste uh, many weeks on trying to study something that's actually not something that speaks to me and I have to like push myself and it's not going to stick because I'm not loving the, the, the thing that I'm studying as well. So now I study in context. I study things that I care about, that I grow from, that makes me specialized in a field. Um, and to go back to my previous work, uh, that job that I just had now with Shopify Plus, they were, um, they were trying to make us generalists. So the role that I had there was called a success manager, emergent success manager. So essentially, I was supposed to know a little bit about all the industries in the world almost. So I would have a book of business with 50 plus accounts on them. And they could be anything from clothing shops to uh, a DNA uh, producer like a doctor like something I, I can't even explain it to you it was that complex to me because it was that, so far removed from my reality right so i learned there that learning a little bit about a lot of things will bring me nowhere fast like if i were to go to a doctor today and he's like oh i dabble i dabble i'm a little bit i'm you know i studied doctor but i'm also a, a carpenter on the side i'll be like i ain't trusting you or I'm not going to go to you for, for your knowledge, like if you know a little bit about a lot of things. so Especially if he gets confused which job he's doing at the time. <laughs> exactly, that one. Yeah, I know that. That was it. But that's what I've kind of learned. And that's when I look back at school and studies now where anybody that's young, like I've been on Facebook groups now for like uh, introverts and just shy people. It's been very... Uh, 
interesting for me to see a lot of them like put up a meme the other day. I saw a girl put up a meme about uh, when the teacher asked me a question in a course I don't know about, and it was like a crying meme and freaking out. And like the whole post got filled up with like 50 people going like, oh, me too, me too, me too. And basically just a lot of people reinforcing that belief and going like, yeah, like we got sympathy for you, but nobody was trying to like put a spin on it. So I actually went in and I put a pretty long text where I said like, almost what I said to you here, like understand as you grow up that you, you're not going to, that's not what adult life is like. You're not going to have somebody standing at a bank and be like, answer me this question now. And if not, you're not going to be able to open a bank account with us. And like, that's not how things work. So I just put that spin on it that like learn to just study in context, become a specialist in the subject matter that you really care about because then you find value as, as you get older and you'll be somebody that people go to for that. Like as in anything in life, right? I'm going to go to you for the accounts. Then you're not going to come to me for accounts because you know, that'll be idiotic flat out. So, um, so it's interesting now to see kind of like how school programmed us as, as we were talking about earlier and how it kind of distorts what really is the real world and how it puts like for a guy like me, a lot of people would say like, Oh, you ventured out of Denmark. And a lot of people that know me might think that, probably two sides of the car, right? Some people would think I was weird uh, and some people would think I was adventurous and doing these things. But for me, I didn't always see those things. I was trying to do a lot of things and push myself, but I didn't have a full understanding. I taught a lot of, I was learned a, a lot of things from working in these different places, but none of them could teach me what to do to put it into practice, right? You could sit to me all day and teach me about your previous work experience as an accountant which I'm not going to be able to understand how to do it despite reading all the books and hearing all the stories. It's a different, there's that gap. Okay. So what we've said is you're looking to help people kind of grow and get out of that, the situation there are. Yeah. Um, we're also talking about speciality, uh, specializing. So is there any sort of people that you want to specialize towards the kind of people that interest you to work with? So if you're in the belief, like my, like uh, we love mirroring people, right? When I find somebody that's like me has the same personality traits, I just think like, oh, he's, what, a, what a person. They, I can relate to them, right? So I would say to make, to push myself, I would be able to work with anybody that wants to improve themselves, that wants to grow, that think that there's something better out there. Uh, entrepreneurial minds, I love like creative thinkers. I, as I said, I came from a music background. I'm now going to be venturing in and, and dabbling <laughs> in acting. Uh, so if you're an entrepreneurial mind, if you're somebody that is looking to, to start up an online business, then I love bouncing ideas back and forth with them and then adding in this mindset here as well. Like I will do six month courses where we go into depth about how you can change this and what program lies behind. And actually I'm a part of that program myself. So I'll be facilitating that for them uh, through my mentor, which is Bob Proctor, who I mentioned earlier. Um, and that's something where I would kind of find that middle ground. I would love to talk to people that are trying to, to just do something. If you're, if you're trying to start up, uh, let's say, uh, a Shopify store, right? You want to sell whatever product. Then I have enough knowledge and I'll be able to bounce ideas off you to get you to understand, do you have a passion or a hobby? Then I would love to help you monetize it and, and go back and forth with you about ideas and doing consultation that way. And also, I would love to work with you if there actually is something where you feel like there would be a spot for the like of me and you to actually partner up on something. So a few of the things I got going on right now to just give you an idea and the listeners and viewers, I'm working with a personal trainer, uh, helping him set up a business. And by doing that, I'm also going to be pushing myself to train with him and actually getting in some shape, as I said, uh, mentioned earlier. 
I have a friend of mine in Africa uh, who's setting up like a safari tour in Namibia. Uh, I'm doing business with him, uh, with the likes of yourself. This podcast here, I hope, will become like a medium to to have people that are interested for you, like interesting uh, in the sense that we could interview them and then hopefully this will open up a bunch of opportunities for us. So if somebody thinks they want to be a part of, would love to be interviewed by us, I would love to, to again work with them and I'm sure it's the same for you, right? Any opportunities that could come uh, to the table. So if you're an upbeat, positive person and also if you're somebody that wants to change your ways from a bit more bleak outlook, which I can totally relate to, then I would also love to, to work with you. But if you're somebody that's out to scam people, if you're somebody that has a deceitful mind, then I'd say that's something that I try to stay clear of and steer away from. And I, I think everybody does, right? But you know who you are out there. I don't want to work with you. Yeah, I've got to agree with that one. I do not want to work with anyone that's uh, de deceitful or trying to scam people. I do not have time for people like that in my life. No. Um, and I don't think they want to be like that either, but it is one of those things where, as we talked about, you can get programmed. Like, just like you can get comfortable doing something positive like we're doing now, I understand that that is the same thing that would apply to somebody who's being a, a bit of a scammy criminal person, right? You start out doing crime and everybody knows that something like that is not the right thing. But the longer you stay in something like that, the more normal it gets to you. So that's yeah. why I, I want to keep the door open still for people that if somebody's listening to this, don't think that... Um, that I'm saying we don't want to work, but understand that if you come into it, like we're going to be able to see through it. And that's the funny thing about this. You and I have spent a lot of years in this kind of business, <laughs> seen a lot of the, the danger signals. And, and I'm pretty confident at this stage that I've had enough knockdowns that we all grow, we all learn, but I, I, I no longer uh, will be able to spot you, right? So, so don't even yeah. try to test us. So I'll put a little caveat here. Please. I don't, I don't want to work with people that are scammers and deceitful people. However, if you're somebody that is currently like that and you want to change and go more normal and try and actually help people and yeah. do it the right way, I'm happy to work with you and show you the right way. Yeah, exactly. Like, and we will make mistakes as well. Like I'm not trying to paint an image and I know you're not either of everything being perfect here. Uh, the things that I teach, it's a mindset. So it's not a case that I can just say to Neil now, Hey Neil, just do this and this and this. Like repetition is such a big thing. I mean, just like anything else in life. Like if you start a new job, you're going to feel out of place and you're, you're going to want to get the right information before you can feel comfortable about the messaging. So yeah, we, we're all on this journey together and, um, and I just want to make sure that people understand that no overnight successes happen either. And that I hope that they get that from this conversation as well. It was like, mm -hmm. it took you 10 years to get out of something you didn't want to do. I spent, I spent five years working for companies that I actually felt like on paper, like these would bring me to the places I wanted to go. But they taught me a lot of things about what not to do. And uh, as well as some positives, but it, it you know, the journey can, uh, we can become an overnight success uh, only by hard work in the background that you never get to hear about. Yeah, and even on silly little things, like um, I actually wanted to do Facebook Lives about four months ago. I was mm. like, yeah, I'll start doing them, I'll start doing them. To start with, I did two of them. However, I only did them so that I could see them, so they weren't actually live. Yeah. And then once I'd finished it, changed it just so that everybody could see it. Yeah. So nobody came on when it was actually live. Um and that was as far as I could get with it. And then yesterday, I actually did my first Facebook Live properly. So, it's, and you killed it. And it was, it's, it's uh, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's just that there is a bit of growth on it. It is how it 
how it happens. You've just got to keep pushing. That's it. And, and like for me and Neil here, so we, we started speaking fairly recent, but like I came on with this thing about me and Neil, let's just do it. Just, let's just do these things. And he, he actually, you inspired me the same way around. Like, right, that now you started doing this and despite you saying you're hiding behind the shy nature and, uh, and I'm like, I, I talked and talked for a long time, but I did not walk the walk. Like I, I kind of were, were trying in the background. I took some steps, but I didn't walk the walk. And I want these people to just get inspired by this here. And yeah, for whoever's going to watch this, you will also see that I actually did go on uh, Facebook Live to talk about this interview here. And now I have to do it because I'm speaking it out into reality here. And as this is being recorded shown after, you will see that that's, that's how it actually went down. And you can go into the Facebook page to, to, uh, to check up on it. So yeah, it's, it's all a journey now as we go forward and we would love to just talk to anybody. I, I was about to say interesting people, but anybody is interesting. Anybody has a story uh, to tell and if they have some sort of thing they want to grow from and share with us, we want to hear from you. Like we really want to hear from you. And if you feel like you have some sort of thing to teach somebody, whether that is if you're not even in the digital sphere as we are, it doesn't matter. It does not matter to us. If you have somebody or uh, something to teach uh, and a story to tell, we would love to, to hear from you and give you the opportunity to, to jump on this platform and know that you could go on Facebook Lives yourself and all this and nothing is really going to come of it. Okay, so now I'm going to put you on the spot again with a couple of questions. Oh. Firstly, what is your favorite movie, gen uh, movie genre, considering we've talked about movies quite a bit? Yeah, uh, sci-fi. No sci doubt about that. Sci-fi, uh, like, like I know, I love all the, the time warp movies. The, but also like, so my favorite movie, I don't know if that's, am I jumping in it? Is that coming as a question or is it just genre? I haven't thought of the second question yet. Okay, it's okay. Depending on what your first question was, yeah. so I'll so, so figure my something out. My favorite movie is, is Jurassic Park. Uh, I, I just have a great affinity for Jurassic Park, uh, the original one. I love the series uh, and I love the comeback now that they're doing, but like the Jurassic Park, I've watched countless of times. And it was actually the one that started me, uh, started my, my journey to learning English, believe it or not. So in Denmark, we have everything is subtitled. So that's completely normal to us. So I watched it so many times that I would sit and like connect the, the subtitle word with what they were saying. And it slowly was the movie that actually taught me to to speak English, which is a yeah, funny side note. Okay, then second question. You turn up, you're there, suddenly you see that there's a hole in the fence. What do you do? In Jurassic Park? I'm in Jurassic Park now? Of course you are. Oh, God damn it, what do I do? Well, so it's one of those things like, I will be fearful of these monsters, right? I'm fascinated by watching through the looking glass, but if it's actually there's a hole in it, uh, like I know, so, see they come in all shapes and sizes i would just i would run i would just book it for the whatever boat flight plane that i can get to because i know now i'm, I'm I, this is a race against the time now like i'm i cannot outwit nor out struggle or anything against these monsters and uh yeah you see me running real fast i think <laughs> yeah um slight problem with that uh, that a lot of them will track motion more than anything <laughs> so and they're faster than you, so it's going to yeah. be fun. So, and that's it, like, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's what I said. Like, so I know if that happens, it's not a good situation to be in at all. Okay, so I, th I think that's probably the interview wrapped up. We've figured out that Martin should not go to an island with dinosaurs on it. Um, oh, yeah. I hope that, I'm glad that that's what you took away from the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's obviously the most important part of this interview. Yeah.
Good. No, I enjoyed this uh, and I look forward to, uh, to interviewing you as well. And I hope that uh, if anybody is intrigued by any of what me and Neil have been talking about here, let us know. Like, we would love to hear from you even in the comments as we post this here. Uh, good or bad, if you want to see us do something more uh, different and whatnot, let us know. And we'll take on feedback and advice from anybody that, uh, that's looking to help us improve. Yeah, I look forward to hearing from people and I'm looking forward to my interview where I'm going to get some random questions, I'm sure. I, uh, like, and I, I think we'll make this a staple as we go forward. Like, I like the, have you ever watched the, the show Hot Ones on YouTube? No. So it's a, it's a, a show that I love. Again, it comes from like the genre of music that I love hip hop. But what he does is he feeds people like hot wings, like extreme hot wings, like the, the most hot uh, sauces of the world. And it just puts people off their game. So I think as we go forward, I'll ask some questions to you. And I would love to have that like be a part of the show to get people uh, out of their, their comfort zone. And then we can start getting to the, the business part of what they do. But I'm not eating the hot wings. Yet. No, no. Right. Same as I'm not singing. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, again, this is called Can You Teach Me That? And that's kind of like the basic of the show. Um, we ran out of time, unfortunately, and Neil doesn't get to sing in this one, but we'll make it happen. Uh, Neil, it's been a delight. My name is Martin Clausen. Yeah, I'm Neil Drought. Thanks and for listening. Have a good day out there, people.